show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Welcome to Whiskey Wine and DIY. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. And today is Tuesday. Uh-huh. That's all I got. That's all you got, huh? Yeah, I, got, I don't have anything to bitch about. Ooh, I have one thing. Okay. Oh, okay. You, I was going to say, you have nothing to bitch about? What the hell? TikTok watch. Okay. okay. Do you remember the hamper thing? Yes, the hamper People thing that generated millions of comments. Angry, angry, angry. Okay, check this out, though. I'm winning. You're winning? Yes. Okay, do you elaborate? My comment has 28.200 thousand likes. Your comment does. Yes. Um, and it only has 3,413 comments. Oh. So. All the people who are commenting are the ones bashing it, right? Yes. Well, most of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking the likes as people on my side, which also I just, the creator responded to me. Uh-huh. So again, my thing is when you're too lazy to use a hamper, creator responds with, which is how often? Dot, 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 question mark. Uh, never. Fucking never. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I'm winning. I'm winning TikTok. Well, you are good at triggering TikTok. Yes. Yeah. I really, I have some other things. Okay. And Suki's got a fucking squeaky toy. I know. That's very irritating. She seriously only does it on podcast nights and when we're trying to watch a movie. Yes, and then she comes right next to us with her squeaky toy. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and, oh, and uh, Ozzy now knows what Wackus Bonkus is. Wow. <laughs> I'm so proud at this moment. <laughs> you just heard me saying it. Over and over and over. Because it's hilarious. To you. There is a TikTok trend right now that comes from like an old skit that I don't even want to get into, but... Basically, you ask a question and then Lacus Bonkus responds with kill him and then you do your other thing. So you say, uh, what do you think, Lacus Bonkus? Mm-hmm. And then you put whatever your question is on the screen. Yeah. And then Lacus Bonkus says, kill him. And you put the response there and then you say, oh, what naughty Lacus Bonkus. Okay. Anyway, so... Our son has heard me say this, and now he was saying now he's, Bonkus. Yeah. You must be so proud. Fuck yeah. Fuck I figured yeah. you would be. He's the smart one. <laughs> 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 oh, yay. <laughs> um, so how have, has your day been, aside from the squeaky dog shit? My days are Sorry normal. Christ. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm not like, Wow. Every time I open my mouth, a squeak comes out. It's quite comical to watch because it really <laughs> looks like you open your mouth and it goes squeak. Um, so it's been kind of weird because since we finished our last Halloween project, I haven't started a new project. Okay. Um, and it's just weird for me to not have. Oh, well, I got lied. I made. I did the quick, quick little crafty pumpkin things for the kids' teachers, but. I haven't. I don't have another project going, and I'm not sure which way I want to go next. Do I want to sew, or do I want to refinish a sewing cabinet? I don't know. Um, but you're probably sidetracked because you're going on vacation. Oh yeah. I can't get that too. shit done because I'm like, I just want to go on vacation. Okay, you can have it back. Don't squeak. If you squeak, I'm taking it. Um. So we are going to Cancun Saturday. 
Yes. Hopefully. And this is one of the special vacations where there's no children. Yes. Yes. All inclusive. Adult only. Oh. <laughs> We're going to sleep so hard. <laughs> I know, right? On that, I think we need a clinkies. Clinkies. Clinkies to vacays with no kids and unlimited booze. Both. Both contribute to lots of sleep. Yes. Last time, I almost drank them out of Johnny Walker. <laughs> That's true. Yes. They had to go from bar to bar to find the bottles. Um, okay. So what are we talking about this week? We are talking about things about making that have surprised us. Kind of unexpected things, I guess. Unexpected surprises. Mm-hmm. They can be good or bad. So I was an unexpected surprise. Mm-hmm. My brothers are Your seven, birth. And, seven and ten years older than I am. Yep. Yeah. And I love hearing mom talk about how cold it was. That, that winter. That winter was a cold winter. When they poked. Oh. Mm-hmm. Only when you bring it up, you know. Huh? She only talks about it when you bring it up. <sighs> yeah. Because so, for fucking 17 years, I didn't know I was a mistake. Pleasant surprise. Yeah, whatever. I think you brought it back. So, what has surprised you about the maple community? <laughs> Paige Vespa. Oh. There. Gee, I don't know how to follow that one. <laughs> um, so, okay, go ahead. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but one thing I've been surprised um, about is the community aspect. I always kind of saw like being a maker as a more solo type activity. Yeah, it's uh, the I would say maker or DIY YouTube has probably one of the most solid like healthy communities out there. Right. Yeah, there's not... There's not a whole lot of negativity, you know. And there's a lot of support, supporting each other, um, positivity-wise, and just, you know, both in person, locally, and out about in the world. People travel and meet up. Like, it's kind of crazy. I just had no idea. What always surprises me is how everybody's, like, so willing to show you their craft. Yeah. Oh, like how? Like their secrets. Yeah. Like you know, you're like, oh man, like uh, it, it, like the first maker makeup maker meetup we went to um, out at Hamilton. I was I I said something about oh I've never I've never I've never worked on a CNC or I've never seen a CNC. I, I I think I said I've never worked on it. And so man, they like the guy was working on it. Like grabbed me, pulled me over there, kind of showed me how to work the software, showed show me like how it was gonna go out, and I mean just like. It wasn't like, hey man, can I see how the CNC works? I just kind of had mentioned that I didn't have, I wasn't real familiar with it. He just grabbed me and showed me all, this, all the things. All the things. That's cool. And there doesn't seem to be that, um, like, oh, I can't show you what I'm doing because you might copy me. Secrets. The only time I've ever heard anybody say that was on TikTok, and I guarantee you that guy like had like had one trick up his sleeve, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I had that video blow up and, and somebody commented, well, now, like, you're never going to be able to make any money on it because you just showed everybody else how to do it. Like, you know what? People got to want to do it, first of all. Yeah. Plus, there's this YouTube channel that if they want to know how to do it. <laughs> I know, right? Like, uh, yeah. Well, he didn't get that either. Yeah. But um, I was surprised, too, because I, I encountered this a lot with, with people that are kind of new to DIY or the maker community that come across like my page, my, my YouTube 
channel fairly early mm-hmm. um, that they feel like other other channels are kind of stuck up. And I'm saying that with quote fingers because I, I think you're you're mistaking like stuck up with skill (laughs) you know because i've met most of those people in real life and they're super super cool and they would bend over backwards to teach you how do they do their craft Mm -hmm. now if somebody's doing an instructional video and they just like hit all the notes and they're well scripted and whatnot i can see how they might come across as kind of like standoffish or Mm -hmm. whatnot and if somebody's not responding to their their comments comments and stuff like that well keep keep in mind I'm a smaller channel too. Like I can still, I can still respond to all my comments. Yeah, that's know? that's still a little stuck up. But yeah. I get it. I get well, it. I so I I gotta I gotta respect. Um, it's my understanding that most most creators, when they get to kind of a certain level where they can't keep up with their comments anymore mm-hmm. because they have you know a million subscribers or something ridiculous like that, uh, they will respond for like the first seventy two hours or something. I got you. And then and like. What you get, what what you guys don't see is is the the back end of that where it gets super confusing real quick, the, like to try to get through messages. When, once you, when you have pages and pages of comments coming in, it's really kind of a pain in the ass to sort. Ah, uh, I see. I suppose that's fair. Um, and I wouldn't say this is surprising. Well, I would say it's surprising to me to a degree. Is there's there's certain parts of making that you look at from the outside in and they look really easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use a CNC as an example because everybody always says this like, oh, well, you know, you didn't really do that. You used a CNC. No. If you've never had to program a CNC, that's the only reason you're making that statement because you got to program a CNC. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that it runs right, you know, mm-hmm. and there's still, after it comes out of the CNC, it's not done. You still have to sand it. You still have to, you know, put it together or, you know, knock out the, whatever the little slotty things are that hold it in place. There's there's stuff involved. <clears throat> but I would say the just the programming of it is like a skill set on its own. So when you see somebody running a CNC, mm-hmm. it's not like it's a cop-out, you know? I mean, especially if you're trying to do like uh, repeatable things, things it's yeah. so much easier to, to have a computer do it for you where you can like utilize yourself someplace else. But I would say just, you know... A lot of stuff like that, like um, epoxy, looked really easy until I got into it. And, oh yeah! And there's a huge learning curve in there. There is, and you you definitely followed the curve. Oh yeah, I've been all over that motherfucker. Um, and CNC is another one. Uh, the lasers, I would say, is another one. Um, I happen to be kind of familiar with how uh, laser software, or well, I was a- adjacent to laser software, I guess. So the laser, well, it's anyway. I, I'm gonna get into it. Uh, but I, I had some familiarity with it, so it was probably a little bit easier for me to pick up. Not to say you can't do it, but mm-hmm. it's it's just something that like you can't just snap your fingers and suddenly you can, you know, run the laser. And I would say adjacent to that is knowing your tools, mm-hmm. because like <clears throat> because like let's say uh, like a planer for for instance. Okay, so you know what a planer is right? Yep. Like you put board through it and it takes. Yes, takes a layer off, makes it smooth. Right. Well, like right now, I'm having an issue with my planer, and I'm not sure exactly what it is or why it's doing this. But when I go to put a board in, it's it catches on the rollers, but it stops. It doesn't. It doesn't just go all the way through. Oh, weird. 
and I can't fix it because I don't know exactly what's wrong. Uh-huh. And that's just uh, like, I don't know enough about planers. Like, you know, so True. you buy a tool and you expect it to work right out of the box, which, you know, most of the time they do. Yeah. Um, if you assemble them correctly. But it's still a, it's something you kind of keep up with. And like, I don't know, I don't really know where to start to figure out why it's not doing it. And now part of it might be the fact that I, I was uh, running a board through there that had epoxy on it too, because epoxy makes these like little thin chips everywhere. Or shavings that are like super slick. Interesting. So, so like something may have gotten stuck. Yeah. But once you do figure it out, then you'll have that much more knowledge for the next time. Right. No, I'm not saying that. But like like my uh, my compound miter saw, when I was, the first time I went to use it to, to cut a 45 degree angle on it, I forgot to take off the back fence and I cut right, back, right through the fence. It's just, you know, Aww. user error, but it's like stuff like that. And thank... God, they make those things out of aluminum because if it was any other kind of metal, I would have just destroyed the saw. Yeah, that would have been bad on on like an early cut or first cut to ruin your saw. It was really early on, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I hadn't used that saw very much. But there's just a... It's kind of surprising, uh, things like that, that... I mean, it's it's what years of, of knowledge builds up to. But sometimes... Uh, like, you know, you don't think a tool's working right, but it's because your blade's dull. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I re- oh, now I can't remember what it is. I just recently was reading something and, um, gosh, I can't remember what what kind of saw it was, but it's like people often think that it's dull and really it just needs to be cleaned. Is it a scroll saw? I don't know. No. <laughs> no. I know. I am a little obsessed with scroll saws. But I was like, oh, I would never think that. You know, I would like, oh, it's it's getting dull. I need to replace it. Not like, oh, it's getting dull. I need to clean it. We use so I'm in a couple of different groups about lasers. For you know, I'm in like a diode laser group and like a CO2 laser group. And the CO2 laser group, I mean, those people who've spent you know several thousand dollars on a laser. Yes. Now I guess some people just have like the money laying around. Mm-hmm. But I would think if you're going to make that kind of purchase, you kind of know about. But I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh, what? I'm going to say no. Um, I uh, I can't tell you how many times somebody's like, oh, my laser, you know, my laser's only a couple months old, but it's not burning like it used to. And like the the the, uh, the beam looks really, isn't nearly as, as, as bright as it used to be and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, and people are like, if you clean your optics, we're like, no. It's like, <laughs> supposed to do that every week. Oh, really? That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, just to kind of wipe them down, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't, that stuff builds up and then it's, it's harder to clean. I get you. That makes sense. But yeah, people spend a lot of money on stuff all the time with no idea about it. I've come to that conclusion. I'm still amazed at it some looks of the people pretty. In, um, in this Muse group that are uh, the, the full spectrum laser group that are buying uh, their first laser is the Titan, mm-hmm. which is like the largest kind of, oh. I guess... A quote unquote hobby laser that they sell. I was like, it sounds impressive. The Titan. It's like twelve grand, and that's with no upgrades. Wow. And I'm like, how is that your first laser? Oh yeah, I got. I don't know. I actually I liken it to um, people getting into cycling. Oh yeah. Who will go spend ten thousand dollars on a bike? 
when they're just starting out and may or may not continue with it. Gotta hear the best stuff, man. Mm-hmm. The best stuff. Although those ten thousand dollar bikes, they ride real nice. They do, and they're fast and they're super light. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely stuff to buying the nicer stuff, but yeah, like know what you want to do and how it works. You would think. I would think. You know, what else those really expensive bikes do very well. What melt? Ah, yes, they do. They do melt in fires. <laughs> Those of you that don't know, my, my parents' house burnt down, and Paige and I were in the process of moving, right? Yeah, so we were storing a bunch of things at their house. And we just happened to have our triathlon bikes over there. And when the house burnt down, all of a sudden, bikes. <laughs> Aluminum, aluminum, Like carbon fiber or something. I think one of them was aluminum. I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> it's been a while. It has been a while. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've been through a whole flood after that. I know. So. What's next? Don't say that. <laughs> Jesus. What's next is fucking childhood. Yep. That, and teenagers. That is true. Teenagers. Oh, goodness. Let's, let's take a step back. So, something that surprised me Oop. as more of a crafter type person. Oh. Is <laughs> um, that I'm really enjoying using power tools. Yeah. And I really had no desire to ever use power tools. I never really cared to burn anything. Yeah, just running out there, just using my uh, my miter saw to cut PVC pipe stuff. And wood. I know, the PVC pipe, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I do? Huh? Did I mess it up? <laughs> no. Nothing. But not just that, but I, I've used several several power tools that I never thought I would even pick up. You have used... Uh, more tools than I would think you would. And I really like the restorer, like watching that cut through stuff. <laughs> the restorer is a pretty cool tool. And it's, it's you know, it's more one of the specialty tools, but I'm really, I'm really glad I picked one up because that thing is, is beastly. It is beastly. And it does, like, I'm surprised at the different uh, applications that he's coming up with for that. Ooh, interesting. I'll have to check that out. Well, I mean, you've seen some of them, just like the the, the flap discs and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's do. what you mean. Okay. Yeah, not like other tools, just other drums to put on there. Because mm-hmm. he's got stuff that'll strip, you know, rust off of metal and all sorts of stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I was, I've always been like, oh, maybe I'll use a drill every once in a while, but I've really shied away from anything big or dangerous looking. Because you grew up in a family that didn't have like a power drill. That's true. Not okay, I, not a lot of tools in our house. Hey, can I buy a screwdriver? What what screwdriver? <laughs> we have screwdrivers mm-hmm. and hammers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. I was surprised though, um as I started to do more projects that were like I guess I guess more build related in I don't want to say necessarily furniture, but furniture and things like that. Um that a lot of the tools that I originally had, like, I didn't use those. Like, I don't use a hammer and nails ever. Oh. You know, and because you still... I still use a hammer. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, a hammer and nails is, like, more of, like, kind of for repairs a lot of times. And I guess, like, there's a whole thing with the reason that they frame with nails instead of screws is that a nail will bend, whereas a, a screw will shear off. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's still applications for that. But when you're building a chair... 
you yeah. see screws. You know, I mean, yeah, like, that makes sense. Um, so I, I had a bunch of the, those kind of tools when I first started, and I was like, I don't use any of these. That makes sense. Um, now your tools just keep getting bigger and bigger too. I've noticed. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's fantastic. Yeah, you don't you it. don't have small tools anymore. There. I still have small tools. When's the last time you bought a small tool? When's the last time I bought a small tool? Mm-hmm. I'm not like you haven't gotten rid of small tools. No, but I like. When's the last time I bought a big tool? Andrew, when's the last time you used a small tool? How about that? What's a small tool? Well, actually, I guess your Dremel would count. I mean, my, I would consider my Dremel, I would consider my angle grinders to be small tools. I would consider my, my drill to be a small tool. I would consider your drill to be a small tool. I don't know about your angle grinders. The same size would <laughs> I guess because I'm thinking of like force, <laughs> generation, <laughs> and power. That's totally different than size. It doesn't matter at all. Kind of just ropes in together. It's the motion of the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, it, what else has surprised you? Um, that. Do you want me to do mine? Oh yeah, do yours. I'm surprised, and this is not supposed. To, this is not meant to be butt kissy. This is like an actual fucking statement. I'm surprised at how many very capable women makers there are. There's quite a few, and not like I don't think that the women could do the things, but just. It's always been kind of a male-dominated thing, and I'm glad to see more women out there doing their thing. I love to follow them on Instagram. Are you leading into stalking? No, actually, okay. I wasn't. I was just saying that I, that I love to see what what women are making. Well, and I was going to say that I think that women bring bring like a bit of, of a finesse to the community too. So you so you get like some like very practical stuff, and you get some like artsy stuff that like us knuckle draggers don't necessarily think about mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's very cool like I, I, I like that aspect and I was kind of surprised at how many um, I, big name sounds weird but how many um, well followed female makers there are out there that, are, that, that, that aren't just showing boobs let me, let me be clear you, you know what I mean like that, that aren't just showing cleavage like they actually know what they're doing yeah, there's some really good ones. And they kind of that kind of leads me like another thing that has kind of surprised me a little bit um is your creativity. Yes. You know, I've always kind of thought in more utilitarian terms as far as making and the creativity with all sorts of materials, but especially wood, like how many different things you can do with wood. <laughs> Squirrel saws is just one tiny little bit. Um yeah, and I I, th- I think that's part of I, I think like the evolution of the term maker or the maker movement is where you're starting to see that. You're starting to see more uh, kind of like art influence mm-hmm. in in what used to be kind of more utilitarian. And type I think stuff. it's cool. I do too. But you know, like I said, like when people are like, well, "When did you start making stuff?" I'm like, "Well, I've always made stuff. I just never really like I I, I wasn't whipping out tables or anything like that. I'd make a workbench or a set of shelves or something yeah. like that. You know, I mean, I never really." Yeah, I remember you made, you made shelves for our first house. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are bad. <laughs> but. <laughs> Things you don't know. Yeah. 
things you don't know. And you, I mean, you're a naturally creative person anyway, so it's kind of fun to watch you delve into the the more artistic part too because you have a very creative brain. I think what I want to start doing is no matter what I make, I'm going to put a skull in it. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how to do that. Like, it might be a little tiny skull or it may be like part of the armrest, but like just a little skull. A little skull and everything. I like that. Like the little Jeep on the windshield of the Jeep. Yes. I gotcha. I think you should. Let me like find the hidden skull. Would you call that an Easter egg? I would. I would call it a dragon egg. A dragon egg. Or an Easter dragon. (laughs) An Easter dragon egg. Okay. We digress. But since you mentioned it. Or Puff the Magic Dragon. Since you mentioned it, we probably should talk about who we're stalking. Who are we stalking? Well, I am stalking this week, She DIYs. Um, it's someone I have followed for quite a while. And she basically like is re- redoes stuff in her house. Um, it is a lot, you know, making the room look better shelves built-in dressers some things are more decorative um and her her uh her reels and tiktoks are very entertaining and they make me laugh um so i get humor and to see kind of the ideas she comes up with the projects she's tackled around her uh, around her home a lot of stuff looking pretty cool and she's doing one of those um currently doing one of those one room challenge things that uh people seem to do or i think she is but i always like to see how those turn out so it looks like this is a throwback but she did a uh um she turned a well she's was it a dresser was that a dresser oh it was a dresser look at that i just saw like the little cocktail cabinet thing which I was like, that's kind of cool. I like how she calls it her coffee bar and microwave cabinet, but it's got booze in it. Booze in it, of course. Nothing wrong with that. Coffee bar in quotes. Yes. Whatever gets to do that. I like that though. That's very cool. I remember you telling me I never got to see him, but there was a place downtown Houston that has like the oh yeah the guy converts everything into a bar or whatever. Well, it was a it was lot like of rolling it, top desks and stuff like like, that. like rolling top desks, and there was other like um old record player cabinets and things like that that would open up. It was all like antique stuff that was converted into portable bars or whatever. Yeah, down down in the little antique area. They were really cool. We have no use for them, though. <laughs> Who are you stalking? I am stalking. Okay, I need more readers. Um, bored in the basement. And um, I was, okay, so I was watching this come to fruition and he he made this this cutting board and it's probably a while back now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it looks like it was a couple months ago. Made this cutting board, which the cutting board in itself is pretty cool. But then he went back and he lasered engraved over the top of it and it's a picture of Walter White from Breaking Bad and the and and then on it it says it says time to cook. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that. Um, so just cool stuff. So, uh, bored in the basement. Is it all one word? Yes. Oh, okay. 
Oh, that's funny. There's one that has a bunch of underscores in it. That's that same name. <laughs> so when I was looking that up, I was totally going for a play on words like board of wood. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and that's why I was having trouble finding it. But. Gotcha. So remember when I wanted a cat? Remember when you were getting a cat? Yep. And then I kind of wanted a cat too. Yeah. But what I want that cat to do? You wanted that cat to only like you and hide from everyone else. Yes. Like cats should do. Yes. So didn't I pick the cat that didn't come out to greet us when we went to look at all the kittens? I picked the one that hid behind the couch. Yes, you did. And meowed when you picked it up. Yes, you did. That fucking cat was the friendliest fucking cat ever. It was. He was such a dog. I know. He would meet you at the door. Follow you around. Yeah. Meow on your face. Pet me, pet me, pet me. Anyway, it was kind of a pleasant surprise of a cat. Okay. It was it was something that I didn't know I wanted, but when I got it, I liked it. Yes. I would say when I started my DIY YouTube channel, I was plenty happy with just being the old guy in the garage <laughs> working by myself. I got gotcha. you. And it was very cool to find this huge community of people that all kind of like share an interest and are willing to like spread that knowledge or that information. Oh, yeah. Because it seems like so many people these days are like, you know, keep their cards very close to their chest because they don't want anybody else to quote unquote steal their idea. Yes. Which always cracks me up because somebody would have to like implement on that idea as well. People are way too lazy for that. And I need to remind you of the product on TikTok. There's a hamper that goes under your fucking bed. <laughs> so you can just throw shit on the floor and kick it. Kick it in. Because those guys are going to kick it in. I know, right? You're just going to throw shit on the floor. Now, if you're going to really take advantage of it, it needs to have some sort of like little motor that once you drop something on the floor that comes out and grabs it and eats it. Oh, it's like one of those little the, the coin grabbing hands? Yeah. Or can it, like, can it look like, like a monster hand? Like a Roomba. <laughs> like the little robot that comes out and goes... And then scrambles back under the bed like a little rat. What if it looked like a big old tongue? And just like oh, that would be funny. <laughs> slurped out, wrapped around your stuff, and then slurped back in. Creepy, but funny. Get a little, little, little sound bite on there. It was like... Mm. When you had toddlers, they could come in and you have it come on and knock them over, laugh <laughs> for hours. That would be entertaining. Then kids would just throw stuff on the floor just to see it. Or what if you had a small animal and it tried <laughs> to get your dog or your cat? Like, we got a puppy. Oh, no, the hamper ate it. <laughs> where's, where's, where's Pepe? Uh-oh. Oh, he's in the hamper again. No, not the hamper. I like it. I want one. I know. I know. That makes me kind of want one. Yeah. Let me let, let me respond to the the creator. There we go. Tell them if they do that, I'll take my comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know how that goes for you. Can you make these changes? All right, baby. Well, what else do you got? I think that's all I got. What are we talking about next week? Next week, we're talking about one of my favorite type of topics. Refinish, repurpose, renew, reuse, Ooh, all that good stuff. The restore. Yeah. Or 
free store. See how that works? Oh, aren't you clever? <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Um, well then, um, we let's uh, let's uh, let's get out of here. All right. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, five star review. Yeah. Share us with your friends. Like, comment, subscribe. All that good stuff people say at the end. Blah 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 blah. Has, has anybody has anybody sent you their favorite uh, picture of me? They have not, and that surprises oh. me. Now, I have not looked today, <laughs> but um, I only snap when I shit. Check out the hashtag. It's all me. It's very Pooping. entertaining. And yes, Pooping. you have the knowledge that Nick is shitting while he's doing that. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but you found, you know, filters I never knew existed. <laughs> All right. So, guys, until next week, thanks for playing. Keep making shit. Bye.